1: Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boosts every single night. Ruto and Blaze coming at you live as the Avs lose to the Washington Capitals 3-2 in regulation. Just their fifth regulation loss at home this season before anybody hits any panic buttons. If you are hitting a panic button, the Avs lost both games to the Capitals. Yeah, The only team they have not gotten a single point against this won year. One
0: early, early in the season, and then uh, one at the very yeah. end.
1: I guess that, if the Avs face the Caps in the Cup Finals, it's over. It's, they can't win.
0: Bad bookends.
1: You're just done. No <laughs> chance. Top to bottom. Just call it quits, because that's the end of it. Uh, look, the Avs did not play particularly well in this game. I don't think anyone is going to make the argument that they did felt a lot like a letdown after they clinched. To me, it felt like they were kind of stuck in second gear for a lot of the game. Still things to like, Place. Uh,
0: I didn't like Jack Johnson's game. Okay, let's start with the things not to like. <laughs> but, I mean, on the positive note, so, like, Bo looked good. He did. He was moving I the agree. puck well. I, I thought he, he made some great moves out there, some great plays. Uh, looked like he was reading uh, what was coming at him situationally pretty well. As, so... Got to be excited about that. Um, I don't know. It was a sluggish game. You know, I'm not going to discount uh, Washington because they are a very good hockey team. And they came out and they kind of made sure that the Avs didn't have a lot of like chances, a lot of shooting lanes. Like The Avs thrive off of just getting a lot of quantity on net. And they definitely held them back. I think... Abs ended up with twenty five shots on yeah, the net, it, which is it was very low
1: event high. Very for sure.
0: Very bad for the avalanche.
1: Not a, the second period alone had I think they had four or five shots on goal only yeah. in the second and it's not like they were just getting dominated. Washington had like six. Yeah. It was yeah. yeah. Just nothing happened. Yeah, that <laughs> second
0: period was a yawn of a period. Yeah. It was nothing going on, just a lot of transition
1: play. Then pucks in the corner just wasn't fun to watch it whatsoever. Was not at all by any stretch. Yeah. So final shot us on goal total. There's 27 for Washington, 26 for Colorado. So yeah. yeah, not a ton going on there, top to bottom. For 60 second game review, I'll take it this time. Uh, the first period saw a goal go to either team. Washington, I would say, had the first half of the first abs kind of better in the second half of the first. They get rewarded with it. Val can scoring. The second period, we already kind of talked about. Absolutely awful period to watch. Uh, the Caps get one power play goal there. The third period, the Avs somehow tie it, which a goal I'm sure we will talk about quite a bit in a little bit. Uh, but then they end up giving it right back less than two minutes later. Uh, yeah, I guess it was two and a half minutes later. 3-2 is your final. Uh, again, it certainly offensively, it just felt like the Avs never quite got it in gear. Came up a little bit short and... I don't know maybe they partied too hard after clinching because well even if you look at the game
0: there were chances to go up on this like there was some posts some luck some I mean you got to give it to the Capitals they had a lot of block shots or at least it felt that way I haven't looked but certainly a lot of affected shots if not blocked. Yeah. yeah It seems like they definitely game planned for making sure that they kind of shut down uh, the Colorado Avalanche's defense as well. Well,
1: so, I, yeah. I, I mean, look who they targeted, particularly on the power play. They were just swarming Kale McCarr. Yeah, They're right. like, don't give him anything clean. <laughs> and he really didn't get anything clean at the end of the game. So yeah. it, it functioned. Um, it, I, I guess we can actually talk about this, first of all. The Avs go over three on the power play, their first. Overnight on the power play yeah. in like a month, it yep. feels like. Obviously nothing you're gonna lean too too much into given how good it's been, but we did see them go back to that bumper ish play a little bit again yeah. and they come up empty. <laughs> how much of that do you think is a strategy decision as opposed to Bednar just saying, let's try some stuff? I mean the bumper play. Yeah, I think it's let's try
0: some stuff just in case uh, other teams game plan for what they've been doing. Yeah, Um, being able to switch up your power play into something else that people haven't seen or are not used to um, is always good. Just having options, right? Like because different teams play different styles of PK. Um, Like we were talking about tonight, definitely Washington has a more active penalty kill where. They're coming out they're challenging the points and that's on design they know that the avalanche that their their power play runs through the defense so if you can close that space up there and make it uncomfortable for them just make them think for a second that something might happen or there might be a poke check there you know you you take away the options that they usually have up there. a, l- a little bit more time just to
1: think about what they're going to do yep. um, and they executed that well yeah, I uh, full credit to Washington here. I thought they played a a pretty quality game. They they set a tone where they wanted to play things slow, and the Abs kind of let them. Yeah, and you know I'm not gonna take anything away from them. I think they yeah. are a good team over there. They for are a sure. very good team. So I I do feel like sometimes we forget there's a there's a whole other team on the other side of the ice, and and you got to give credit where credit's due to Washington on that front. Are you gonna? Are you going to talk about Ovi right now? I Well, so it's not. I don't really want to focus on Ovi, but we can talk about Ovi, of Yeah, just kind of go over it. So, uh, I'll start here before we get into Ovi, because I want your opinion on this, Blaze. You played at a reasonably high level <laughs> of hockey. Uh, how do you... Uh, manage a game like this where you feel like you're the refs are a little all over the place you're you're not getting consistency out of them how do you deal with that as a player as a player i mean
0: you just have to be a little bit more conservative anything that you're going to do where you're going to reach or anything like that anything that can be construed as um a penalty right like hands hooking all that stuff you kind of have to take that out of your game knowing and then knowing and you you just can't get emotional about it right like when you are getting hooked yeah. when you you feel like those calls aren't being made if you start letting that seep into your or seep into your head a little bit then well yeah you just you stop forgetting about the goal which is to win the game yep. and you're more focused on chirping the the refs being upset and not focusing on what you're
1: supposed to be doing do you think there's because i, I to a certain extent i believe this is true in almost every sport a lot of the time, the big name players are going to get more calls. A hundred percent. So, are, are players aware when it's like they're like, "Oh, that's Ovechkin. I got to be careful." Or is it kind of a just whatever happens happens? Well, I mean, you're still going to play the guy hard, but
0: you know, if anything happens, you know that that call is going to go against you, right? If it's if it's a fifty fifty call, he's getting that call. Yeah. And if it's a superstar player, it's more probably more like sixty 60% percent of the time. <laughs> yeah. It's like a sixty forty split that he's going to get a call no matter what. So, okay. um, yeah, I mean, I don't like it, but it's just something that happens. And you know, I don't, I don't think it's dictated. It's just human nature when you see a, a high level athlete that you know, even like the abs should know this. We see it from night like you have Kale McCarr, which he draws penalties. Yep. Mac draws penalties. Yep. And that's the same thing with Ovi. Ovi draws penalties.
1: Yeah. And, and for the record, outside of the one penalty that was pretty blatant that he took on McCarr that went uncalled. I had no problems with Ovi's game tonight. I don't think he, yeah. I don't think he dove. I don't think, you know, I I thought he actually played pretty hard tonight. To be honest with you, I, I think Ovi deserves a lot more credit than I saw the abs fan base giving him tonight. Um, well, he draws that penalty and then
0: scores and then the goal. Scores the, well, <laughs> like that's what you want from your, yeah. your high end players.
1: He he did all the things. If you've ever skated backwards in your life and had someone <laughs> run into your skate. I don't think you understand how hard it is to stay upright in a situation like that. I mean, yeah, that's
0: that's super hard. It's kind of like just being slew footed. Anytime you get that pressure on your heels, you know, that going, forward yeah. motion on your heels, if you're not ready for it,
1: you're gonna end up on your ass. Yeah. I, I it wasn't a flop. I think there's an argument that you could make that hey. They hadn't called this and, and tripping in multiple situations on the av side. So I I totally understand yeah, the argument yep. of inconsistency from the refs there. But I don't think it's a flop. You'd almost have to make that like
0: a rule change because you see that a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of penalties that look exactly like that. And it always is going to go to the guy skating. <laughs> so,
1: well, I don't, I don't even think Ovi really stuck his leg out here. Blaze and I were talking about it when it happened. They're like. And we were both like, "Sturm, just run directly into him, yep. and you won't get that call." Yes, like, yeah. So, it's far from a perfect world. Uh, I don't know. I I didn't love the refs tonight, but it wasn't egregious. I would say. I, yeah. I don't think it was awful. No, I think you hit it. Like it's it's the
0: inconsistency that is just so hard for players, and it, it just. I, I think a lot of that too takes a lot of the flow out of a game from like a perspective, yeah. like the way that we're watching it, right? 100%. Like the, the, the flow just goes out of there because the players are so unsure of what the rule set is for this game. Um, and so you just see a lot of choppiness. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, especially this was a one goal game for its entirety, yep. right? Yep. Team gets up two, three. They say, all right, let's figure out what we can and can't do in this hockey game. But when you can't afford that extra penalty, you do get a little bit of that stiffness to the hockey game, uh, top to bottom. So uh, Avs end up giving up the first goal of the game to Garnet Hathaway on a play that I totally remember and didn't (laughs) fall asleep during this game because boy, was it slow? Oh, right, right, right. This is the one where Jack Johnson just decides not to play defense. Jack Johnson, yeah, uh, didn't oh, play defense yeah, on this one, okay, and on the third goal, definitely
0: was active in letting them score. So uh, again, we don't bring this graphic up all the
1: time, but
0: uh, yeah. Jack Johnson deserved it tonight. He's so
1: definitely the pizza man tonight. <laughs> there is no doubt about. We need a pizza sponsor again. <laughs> bring back sexy pizza. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. What yep. is that? The giorno he's got there. <laughs> It's, oh, it's Red Baron. Red Baron. There you yeah. go. All right. <laughs> Red Baron, call us. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was no no two ways around it. It was a just brutal night for Jack Johnson. Not his best. Buddy. Yeah, so
0: what happens to Jack Johnson after this game? I mean, this isn't something that you can hide and be like, oh, this is a defensive breakdown. That third that third goal was on him. That was just a brutal pass. I mean yep. I know he's getting pestered but why are you throwing that puck to the middle of the ice yep. when all you have to do is go Just high hard. Just flip it off out. Yeah. <laughs> it's they've been yelling at him since he was a squirt to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: and he never did it back then either. So, yeah, he gets rotated. Love it. So, here's the thing. Does he actually get rotated because Devon Taves is not going to come on the trip. He's going to be out for the next couple of games. I'm not saying that it's the wrong answer. Rotating him could very well be the right answer, but I want you to understand that if you're rotating him and not playing both the Johnsons, that means Curtis McDermott is playing defense. Yeah. So just know what you're getting yourself into. And I I don't even mind McDermott tonight. I think he played pretty well. I think he did a at least it was a physical body to exist for Tom Wilson. Oh, yeah, he laid some licks out there but on the one hand, the abs are saying, Hey, we're going to rest all these guys. We're going to get healthy for the playoffs. We're going to do this. On the other hand, you're still not giving McDermott real minutes as a defenseman. Yeah. So you're really running five defensemen with him in the lineup and you're burning out guys legs. Yep. Don't love it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I think a message has to be sent here with this game tonight. And I mean, even if you're just swapping out the Johnsons here, that's fine. Um, as far as playing time that is a little bit more concerning it it's really like what are you going to do down the stretch with these games right like what is your goal here is it to get everybody healthy or is it to win these games down the stretch and make a run for that president's cup i think if you're trying to make a run for a president's cup you're going to stretch these guys but i think as you're starting to see these games go on right now now we're talking about a game six like six games left basically right after tonight so i say you start resting guys and let mcdermott play you know 18 22 minutes a game
1: if you I, you don't even really care if you lose all six right like i mean I, I don't think they will lose all six no and i i'm sure they they don't want to lose all six but from a a standpoint of what's left in the season yeah i i guess they lose the president's trophy if they lose out but that that's literally it. They would yep. still be the second best team in the league.
0: The other crazy thing too is they just went on a 9 game win streak. Yeah, so it's right. like like this has to happen at yeah, some point, right. right? And it's and it's against a good team in the East. Now, you know, only playing them twice and losing to them is like that sucks, but I don't think there's anything to read into about Well, if they see them, uh, you know, in the Stanley Cup, that there would be some type of issue there. No, I don't read that far into it. Uh, Especially with the lineup. Right. We're talking about like the abs are about to get healthy. The
1: abs are literally down at least four dudes tonight. Yeah. (laughs) And a little scary, too, with that
0: Josh Manson. Yeah. Like when he went down in the corner there, it must have just banged his knee or something kind of weird because he went off the ice and actually went off the bench to get looked at.
1: And that's that's not like the cadre injury, right? Where right. like with a shoulder you can come back and still kind of play through it. If you mess up your knee, you're not coming back yeah, if yeah. it's actually messed up. <laughs> yeah. So
0: Yeah, cadres is
1: like you uh
0: you're fine until you stop playing and right. then that thing
1: gets real sore, real gets, fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brutal. A bunch of knots. It's not fun, yeah. So uh, thankfully Manson seems totally fine. Yeah. Um and, and yeah, that's you know, someone like him gets hurt. That's bigger implications to the Avs playoff. Decoy. Oh, definitely.
0: I mean, like right now, you're putting these guys in bubble wrap and just being like, hey, let's finish out these six games. Let's give it the old college try. Yeah. <laughs> and let's get out of here healthy and get ready for the playoffs.
1: Yeah. I think that is the plan. So if you want to get ready for the playoffs, go on over to DraftKings Sportsbook, use the code DNVR when you sign up. You can bet $5 on the NBA playoffs right now as the Nuggets are currently playing. I can't see the score. I think it looks bad. Uh, it is. So maybe you want to bet against the Nuggets. They're down by 11, it looks like right now. It doesn't matter. You can bet on the Nuggets and they can lose with the $5, and you get $150 in free bets all hooked up from DraftKings, and then you can take that 150 and bet on literally whatever you want on the entire site, ranging from hockey to badminton to... Uh I what's pickleball? Sure. Yeah, pickleball is awesome. Yeah, it's just like small tennis, right? That's miniature tennis. I, yeah? I
0: mean, that's what I figure. Okay.
1: I I don't act, I've never played. <laughs> I don't actually know I love
0: tennis. I have never played pickleball, but I want to.
1: There you go. So, go bet on some pickleball <laughs> over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older Colorado only. Other terms restrictions and conditions apply. See draftkings.com/sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Uh, the Evs did get on the board off of a nice Val Nechushkin shot, uh, his 22nd of the year. Also, his 400th game of his career. Yeah. So, good for Val. That's awesome. It, I do like to see that Val has kept it pretty darn consistent across yep. this year. It, 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 it There have been some hot streaks, of course, but... He hasn't really had one of those really long, extended streaks with no offense right. at all. Uh, so,
0: I think the biggest critique we had throughout the year was he just didn't look right when the abs were fully realized and missing just Landis Cog. Yeah. He, he looks a little out of place on that first line, but I mean, tonight thought he played very well. Obviously, getting the, the goal is a good way to measure it um, <laughs> certainly makes you look good yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> felt like he was filling it up on that first line tonight and the other av if val wasn't like five inches taller than him you could really one could replace the other i think arturi it has been excellent since he joined the avs and especially the last couple of games you yep. can see oh he's finding it he's finding it he's yeah. figuring out where he needs to be Uh, He's figuring out how to get the puck in the back of the net with this team. Well, don't
0: tell him that he's smaller because, man, that guy goes to the dirty areas. He plays like he's eight feet tall for sure. Well, and his motor is just unreal. I mean, the the truck packing, truck, (laughs) puck tracking ability of him. Oh, my goodness. I I heard he packs a good truck. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) packs a good truck. (laughs) Oh, man. No, but I mean, he's just all over it. I mean, taking away time and space and just being a nuisance to the other team. And then also just has a great skill set in front of that net. Agreed. I, I,
1: that's his first couple of games when he got here. I was like, I see the motor. I see his willingness to do all the work. He looks great. Wasn't sure about the skill level. Yeah. In the last couple of games, you're like, oh, there it is. Yeah. 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 He's a goal scorer. Okay. We're good. (laughs) Let's go. Uh, the other side of this conversation, which, by the way, we're brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. You can go get Bunch on Tap down at the bar. P.S. You're going to want to be here for when postseason starts. Oh, yeah. It's going to be it's gonna be hopping in here. Oh, yeah. Just putting it that way to you. Blaze, you were a believer on Lekkonen's goal that it wasn't goalie interference. <laughs> I was not a believer.
0: Yeah, I mean, I... You know what? I mean. I know the puck's not covered, so there's always <laughs> like that weird gray area there. But when you push a guy's pad, that yeah. And, and, and look, I, I I I I get where you're coming from.
1: I I just by the rule book, it impeded Samsonov's ability to make a save. It did. Yeah. I I don't think there's any argument against that. He clearly pushed his pad into the net. And to me, that's goal interference every time. But as, as Chad is saying, as Blaze is saying, the puck was 100% that's,
0: loose. It's loose, and it's the motion of it going in there. It's not – I mean, he did go in there, and he's going after the puck. So it was puck and then a little bit of pad. And as you start slowing that down and slowing it down, it's <laughs> like, oh, my God. Look, at he's just pushing that guy's pad into the back <laughs> of the net. But it's a bang-bang play. And you know what? He won. He beat the goaltender that was on a non-frozen puck.
1: And, yeah, the puck was loose. Give you credit there. I do think Gleckinen at least got a piece of the puck. Yeah. If you want, I, I know that's an argument that gets used pretty regularly. I don't know the 100% the rulebook context on that, but and, and and look, there are numerous views of plays like that where the goalie does hold his, yeah. hold his pad on the line and, and the puck doesn't go in. So maybe that, maybe that's the argument. Sam Sonov just needs to be a little bit stronger on his pads there, I guess. Uh, certainly not complaining for the abs. You take no. that goal, however you can get it. A, a lot of people were tweeting at me when it happened that, you know, Joe Pavelski kind of scored the same goal against the abs yep. a, a month or two back where, I guess if the puck's lose, you can just push the goalies spat into the net. I guess that's fine. Well, the minute it
0: went to review, we just looked at each other, and I was like, well, it's a 50-50 chance now. Who knows what's going to happen <laughs> yeah. here? Because no one knows uh, the rules around the goaltender. Uh, yeah,
1: genuinely. <laughs> uh, if you think there's any chance that goalie interference might have happened, <laughs> just throw the flag out there and hope for the best. So like,
0: yeah, we were definitely on the opposite sides of that was a goal, that wasn't a goal. Yep, but still
1: went the Avs way this yeah. time. So you don't uh, complain when things go your way. That is certainly part of this hockey game. No doubt as as caps got some calls. Avs got a uh, got a goal out of it. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, that tied it up two two as they had already fallen behind, but the ensuing power play that they get because of the challenge yeah. and then it was a good goal. Hot garbage. I mean, not only was the power play bad, it just completely drained anything the abs had going yeah. right. And that in in a game where they it felt like they were struggling to get it going in the first place, uh, uh, two minutes like that is like okay, they're in trouble. <laughs> so, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> the thing is, is like you just you want to say that these guys are professionals and that you know they're just going to come out and just take every game the same way, yeah. right? Like that's what you're supposed to do as a professional. Like there's small highs and lows, but you know, after clinching on Saturday yeah. in a crazy game, crazy game, right? Like the adrenaline rush that they got, the highs that they're on about clinching, um it, it, there's just going to be there's just not going to have that like same type of intensity. And then to find out that, you know, three guys are gonna be sitting as you start going in these rotations, you're just kinda of knocking the wind out of these guys' sails. Yeah. And it's just hard to be up for a game like this, especially one where you're just you're not being able to do what the abs are known to do. Yeah. Which is to put a
1: lot of shots on yeah. that and control. And, and the just puck. fly up and down yeah. the ice. And yeah. Definitely not their style of hockey. And yeah, I I don't wanna understate this was a decent game from the avs obviously the jack johnson issues on the back end are yeah. not great obviously you don't love it stylistically for the avs but hopefully the last time i have to say this about kadri they're without him yep landeskog they're without him not to mention taves ej <laughs> right. cogs yep so for a team that's missing certainly at least four, if not five guys that are going to be in their lineup come game one of the playoffs, yep. they just went toe-to-toe with, yeah. with the Capitals in a style that you genuinely probably don't want the Avs to play, but they they kept up. They made it a competitive hockey yeah.
0: game. And three of those guys are three very key players for the Avalanche. Yep. And yes, this isn't stylistically like what the Avs like to do, but... What we've talked about since last year is this is a game that they can win. They can play this style of game and win. Um, I just think that they were a little bit checked out. I agree, and I don't know how much the coaching staff is saying. You know, like let's. I don't know if the coaching staff is like, hey, let's pull it back to ninety five percent.
1: I think it would be the first time in history if, if a coaching <laughs> staff was okay with anything less than 100%. But. I, after this year, though, with all the injuries, it's like,
0: just get out of these games injury-free. And, I, I,
1: I mean, I think you're close. I think, I think the conversation... I, yeah, I know, I'm is, not saying... I'm just,
0: I guess, from my perspective, playing 95%. If there's something where you feel like you might have to, like, tweak yourself...
1: Totally. ...to make
0: that extra effort, like... Keep that for the playoffs.
1: Yeah, definitely. Don't you know? Don't start burning yourself out or anything. <laughs> but, but I certainly, at least publicly, I don't think Jared Bednar would ever say anything. Oh, no, hundred ten percent. So,
0: but but I I are, are NHL coaches truthful in their pressers? <laughs> <For sure. laughs>
1: I don't know. John Tortorella is usually pretty truthful. <laughs> yeah, with bad takes as well. Uh, well, I didn't say he was right, no. just honest. <laughs> yeah, honest to a fault, like
0: <laughs> calling out, like throwing players under the bus. That's brutal. What would you rather have, like the brutal honesty or more of just like the normal NHL?
1: Oh, oh honesty. I'd Yeah. I'd,
0: I would. You do, wouldn't hold it against Bednar if he came no, out and just threw guys under the bus. You know,
1: as long as he's not doing like anything too crazy. Yeah. Right. Uh, but it, the NHL desperately needs more interesting interviews from from people. Players, yeah. Coaches. All of them. All of them need yeah, to be more yeah, interesting I, people. I, yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I would take Torts. Uh, you know, I I hope he's not an asshole like Torts kind of gets sometimes, but certainly some more emotional or involved responses. And and don't get me wrong. Bednar is actually a pretty good interview. He will give you long thought out, smart responses, but it, you know, when you ask him on something about, he was clearly upset about in the game. It, yeah. All yeah, right. Let's go into PR mode, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, the Avs power play didn't work well after the, the two-on-two, and, and pretty much immediately after, they end up giving up the the game-winning goal on the Jack Johnson turnover, and that, that's it. I don't you you never want to pin a loss on one guy. You kind of look at Jack Johnson directly for two of the three goals against the Avs Ab- tonight.
0: Absolutely, not a good look for him. One direct uh, that first goal. Directly responsible for, and then the I would say the third goal is indirect.
1: Yeah, indirect. Fair enough. Led on the to, third goal. Yeah. I, you, you definitely look. Jack Johnson made the primary mistake there, but you'd love a little bit of better play from Manson too yeah. when it when it comes down to it there. And then you know Kemper pretty screwed on that play. Not <laughs> not him him for that yeah. one at all. But how did you think Kemper played? Um, I thought he played pretty darn well. I I. You know, again, a pretty low-octane hockey game. He made pretty much all the saves you can reasonably ask him to make. First goal is all-world shot. Yeah, Yeah. you just get beat by that one. Second goal is a power play where a rolling puck skips over his pad off a stick (laughs) to Obi sitting on the back door. He's like, cool, I guess this is free. And then, yeah, the third one. You think
0: that was on purpose or not? that pass. I know
1: so I, I, I don't no? think that was on purpose I, he was I, just
0: trying to get something on that yeah, and it just kind of rolled over him just like happened behind him I guess
1: rolled just the right way yeah, for you know? him yeah I, I, I think so so obviously not a good game from the ass but no. also not one that I would put any stock into at I like even I, I think even Bednar and crew are like you guys didn't have it tonight be better but We're not going to go too deep into the footage on this one. Yeah,
0: for sure. I'm not putting any stock in the next six games at all. Yeah. I mean, if they lose all six games, like I know everyone will lose their mind, but I I really wouldn't read into it.
1: All right. We can close up this period with our king of the game. We kind of already talked about him, but... Arturi Lekkinen, I, I think he's just been great for the Abs, and on the way. Obviously, the five shots on goal there—they were working him in the bumper on the power play too, yeah. so they're getting him more involved. Again, he's like a, a little mini nuke out there. As far as he's, <laughs> mini nuke, yeah, yeah, there we go. He nuke is the fat man, and Lekkinen is the the little he's boy. He's like a I don't tactical yeah, nuke. Yeah, there we go. Now we're talking suitcase nuke. Uh, <laughs> He's the nuclear football confirmed. Uh, <laughs> he's fitting in so, so well with the yeah. abs. And I think that's what the real key is for me there. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 he, with him, yes, obviously, great, looking forward to the playoffs. But he's also an RFA, and that's a dude where you're like, I can see that guy fitting in yeah. for years to come here oh, yeah. in Colorado. So Yeah,
0: he looks like one of those pieces that just fits the Av style um, and, and has something that's unique uh, to him. Obviously, Nuke, same way, so I guess not that unique, but uh, it's one of those pieces that you really cherish when you get a guy like that in the doors.
1: Well, a, a guy like that that has the skill level, too. Yeah. Because, you know, Logan O'Connor's got a great motor, right? Yep. But not going to have that same finishing ability. <laughs> that leck does so really looking forward to seeing what he's got in the playoffs and beyond on on that front and you can watch the nuggets the Avs, the rockies the broncos all of it on avaca tv you can go to avaca.tv slash dnvr right now that's evoca.tv slash dnvr and when you sign up with the dnvr code you get ten dollars off for the first three months so that is All of the local sports channels and national channels for 15 bucks a month on a box that you just hook up right to your TV. It's just like watching cable, except for it has the sports channels and it's way, way cheaper. (laughs) So jump on it. Go get a vodka TV today. If you haven't checked it out, go get the deal. Even after the deal, it's only 25 bucks a month. Still way cheaper than your other options like direct TV. So highly recommend a vodka. If you haven't gotten on it, everyone who's switched has hit us up and been like, yo, this is actually kind of sick. So Highly recommend it, especially if you're like me, my parents, my dad loves the abs. He wants to watch, but he's not going to jump through all the hoops of setting up a stream and going through all that. It it works great for that. It's just like watching normal television. So highly recommend Avaca. Go check that out. And then if you want to get couch locked while you're watching Avaca, go on over to Lightshade and get whatever THC CBD needs you might want from their 11 locations here in Colorado. Uh, yeah, they're great at what they do. All the people in there are super smart and will tell you way more about weed than I know. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, also, specifically the Escape Artist CBD Topicals. Yes. Blaze is all about them. I know he. It's in them- my hockey bag. I tell yeah, you what. I, I mean, <laughs> hockey's
0: so good on your back and all your joints and all those things around you. Man, I put that stuff on. It's it's great. Like seriously, I put it on my wrist before I play. Um, just my wrists have a lot of uh, pain in them now that I'm getting older, and my back from creaky being, bones, being basically crouched over all the yeah, time you're in hockey. Six four, six six, six four, and shrinking <laughs> <laughs> by the day.
1: <laughs> so they have a they have a bunch of different versions. They have the one to one, which is their normal. But if you need like the extra heavy duty, I think they go all the way up to like twenty to yeah, one.
0: I, the one I have right now is like it's a one to one, and it has. 300 THC and CBD in it. It's it's awesome.
1: So there you go. It's super easy to use. You can just apply it right to wherever the pain and yep. I it, it starts working really quick too. So highly recommend if you haven't checked it out. Go over to Lightshade. You can also go online to lightshade.com. For any products not already on sale, you can use code DNVR and get 25% off. So pretty good deals on your weed right now. Uh go get Lightshade. As we go into the third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast, uh, we got a couple super chats to get to. $5 from Josh. He says, This isn't the reason we lost, but the refing was garbage. I know y'all don't like talking about it, but this was next level suck (laughs) from the strike. I don't think it was that bad. I don't think it was good. Like yes, you did the blatant miscall on Ovi, I think. And then the way they called the game kind of changed as it went on. we already discussed that part of it. And yeah. It's it's tough, right? When you see one blatant miscall, I think especially because the call happened so early in the game. All of a sudden, everyone's watching the game, and they're picking that, yeah. this, the other thing. And and really, a lot of that stuff happens every game and yeah. goes uncalled. So I'm not saying the refs are good because I think blanket statement on the year, they've been very bad. But I think it was a level relative to how bad they've been this year that I can live with. And I'll leave it at that.
0: (laughs) I don't know if I have anything to rebuttal off that. I mean, yeah, they haven't been good, but uh, I I think it's just the consistency thing, right? Like, that's all you're looking for. Like, if you're going to be, if you're, if you're going to swallow the whistle and not call anything, cool. The players know if you're going to call everything, but it's like when it's just back and forth, back and forth, it's just, yeah, it sucks to watch. Also, the the And it's hard when you're a fan of one
1: thing the you're on a power play and you commit interference at the blue line not a real penalty that's the penalty that they're like hey so we're going to give you a makeup call yeah, there we go it's 4 on 4 <laughs> yeah now. that's the 100% the makeup of makeup calls like yeah. every time they call that it's a makeup that's the stuff that sucks yeah and then $2 from the chic uh you know you're spoiled when a loss like this hurts <laughs> true true story yeah, I, the Avs didn't go 10-0. and 0. <laughs> Darn. Oh, this team, it's just not good enough. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, obviously, ABS are great. I, I, one loss in a stretch of the season that really, look, it matters a little bit, but it doesn't really matter yeah. that much. Once you clinch the West, I think everything else yeah, is gravy and-
0: now. <laughs> like right, like mission accomplished for the regular season. Like I get President's Trophy is like the main prize, but man, I mean, you know, if you can rest those players and know that you're gonna have home ice through the West,
1: yeah. And, well, and and as AJ would say, if he were here, I'm sure it's one loss. As long as they don't make a pattern of it, sure, you're not worried about it. They go out on Wednesday and they can't get it in gear again. Yeah. If Jack Johnson gives up two more pizzas, <laughs> then you're going, Hey, I have some problems I can identify. <laughs>
0: but, yeah, but are you reading into those problems? Like, like, I, I, again, like from my perspective, I think you could lose out and it'd still be whatever. Yeah. yeah
1: I think I wouldn't feel good about losing out, but. I wouldn't be that worried about it. Again, it's more about one loss in a vacuum is one loss. Like, yes, you'll have issues with that game. Yes, you want to adjust that. But you haven't created any bad habits at that point. If you have two, three, four losses in a row and you're seeing something, you're identifying something and you're like, hey, we're consistently doing this poorly. That's when it's like, okay, you need to fix that. Go fix that thing and I'll feel better about it. But on the whole, the Avs yeah. are the best team in the West, no matter what they do <laughs> for the rest of the regular season.
0: So, And I guess my comment about losing the, the last six, it's like, you know, what does that mean? Like maybe it's something where they start just limiting minutes, right? Yeah. So your your
1: third and fourth line are playing. How that minutes. bread gets yeah. made matters yeah. for, yeah, sure, for right? sure. If you know, Nathan McKinnon's minus thirty and <laughs> your best players look terrible, it's like, well, that's not great. But if it's like, yeah, McKinnon's playing fourteen minutes a night <laughs> yeah. and they're just arresting dudes, it's yeah. like, okay, whatever, who yeah. cares? So yeah, we'll see. Uh, obviously you always want to see teams bounce back, so hopefully they do uh look. If you're asking for a get right team, Seattle is probably it. Yeah. So. I guess if
0: you lose to Seattle, there might be some, uh, might be some concern there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, group hours do for a good game. Uh, we'll see. That's true. <laughs> Against this old team. Maybe if they start them, they might not. They might not. True. I I don't, I, they're not going to catch Arizona. I don't think in the, in the tank battle, but <laughs> they could be working for some, uh, for some pick odds for sure. Uh, Anyway, we uh, we're going to get out of here because I think this game was pretty simple and straightforward and a bit of a snooze fest, if I'm honest. So we appreciate all y'all hanging out with us tonight. Uh, Y'all are dope. Uh, Hopefully you will join us again tomorrow night. Normal show 1 p.m. You know, the drill we will probably talk about the playoff race in the West because that's the only thing going on in the NHL right now. And then Wednesday, we got the pregame, postgame. Usual stuff, you know, to expect from us. So be sure to tune into all of that. Like and subscribe here on YouTube. That helps us out a ton, especially when you like videos. It helps more people see it and and get us in front of eyeballs of of new abs fans and people tuning in for the stretch run here. So (laughs) please do that if you don't mind. And until tomorrow, we will talk to you on the next one.